0: Hey, what's Ford in London, Ontario, OakridgeFord.com. It is Sunday, March 27th, 2022. I had to check the year because it just seems like it's G- Groundhog Day over and over again with all of these shows. Uh, I'm Norm in London, and uh, we I, had I had an the appearance hook. from the Grim Reaper in Chickamauga, yeah. New York. Yeah, I had the doubles as uh, the Italian Stallion, uh, Mr. Mike Augello. Uh Mr. A, what a fantastic game that was last night in La Belle Provence. The the Habs getting outshot 51-18 and coming away with a 4-2 win over the lackluster Maple Brothers. So big win for the Habs, the rainy Stanley Cup finalists, uh, beating up again a team in the Maple Leafs that are just sheer pretenders. Good afternoon, my friend. Good afternoon. I I
1: forgot my scythe. Um, but yeah. you know, it, it, see, this is the thing, and I I know I've been accused of harping on things too many times, but uh, and certain things. Harp and,
0: away, Michael. And,
1: and the reason I do is because they're friggin' true. Yeah. And I wouldn't say you know. So um, when I complain about certain players, which we'll get to in a little bit, or when I complain about this team and what they do against certain teams mm-hmm. um you know yesterday uh they come up against the league's worst record a team that just traded Sharat, a team that has you know cleared out significant portions of their roster right and now okay it's montreal toronto it doesn't matter who's playing for them it's you know they work themselves up into a lather just like i said the sabers do and just like you know teams that come to toronto because they have a bunch of ontario kids all that blah blah blah, blah. the whole
0: point here it's is not the 90s and early 2000s anymore michael yeah different the, times my friend
1: but the but the point is is that this team when it's time to come up big comes up small mm. have, Almost every single time, and I know, right. I know that you know, like I got excoriated uh, on Twitter a couple months ago when I complained about uh, the Leafs losing to the to the Coyotes and Carol Velmelka, uh, who and I looked up this game on Saturday was almost an exact carbon copy of that game. They lost two mm-hmm. to one that time. They had forty five shots in Velmelka, and and they and they couldn't beat them okay. last night. Now, Sheldon Keith was right to point out they had a lot of shots from the periphery. A lot of it was like a Ron Wilson game. It was like you know they, they just threw the puck at the net. You know they they had maybe I'd say five or six really really good scoring. That's chances. a
0: problem, Mike. In, yeah, uh, you're halfway to a century in the shot department, and ninety percent of them are are meaningless. That, that's a that that's a problem. Yet it typifies. This Maple Leafs team—it's a lot of, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um, there's just not a lot of substance there. I mean, despite having Austin Matthews in his 47 goals, and Nylander being a, a, on a on a pace that will eclipse every other um, campaign he's ever had, and Marner scoring the way he is, there's just not enough substance, um, you know, in the minutia of this team to 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 give us the the sense that. It'll be there when it counts, and it will do the things it needs to do when, you know, the chips are down and the game is on the line, Mike. Yeah, where's the it's proof? a lot of smoke and mirrors, and uh, we just can't be making excuses about it anymore. It's just evident, game after game after game.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, where's the proof? Because, I, you know, right. we've seen this story play out. Okay, granted, they were underdogs against Washington. They were underdogs sure. of the two times against – Boston, but right. they, were, they were favored against Columbus, and they were extremely favored against Montreal, and they've lost yeah. five in a row. So right. we can keep harping on that, but it, it it's it's sort of this is like a self fulfilling prophecy, and I and I looked it up um, when I was writing my article today. Um, since New Year's, since the you know the 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 long pause because of Omicron, mm-hmm. they've lost to Montreal twice. They've lost to Arizona twice. They've lost to Buffalo twice. That's the yep. 26th, 31st, and 32nd ranked team.
0: All show, no go, Mike. You 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 obliterate those pieces of shit. And yeah, and, the Leafs do not. So and, all show, no go.
1: Forget and it. The, and the 11 points, because 11 of a possible 12 points, the 11 points that mm-hmm. they lost to those bottom dwellers are mm-hmm. the difference between them being leading – the league with you know leading the president's trophy and being in the okay. second wild card. So
0: yeah,
1: I'm sorry. It's like you know you you can and I I don't I understand why Sheldon Keefe after the game says oh, you know I'll take that effort 82 times. Okay, mm-hmm. we well, take that production 82 times because if you based on who you played against and how many goals you scored. You'd go 0 and 82. I yeah. understand why he says what he says because he's trying to like. If he rips that team after they score, after they have 51 shots against the Habs, you know, mm-hmm. it'll rip it, will rip the team apart. But mm-hmm. as, as somebody who's an observer of this team and somebody who has watched this team for most of their life, this is just old hat. This is just the same old crap. I remember back yeah. in the day, Norm, when they, you know, they're playing the, the Atlanta Thrashers and they'd lose to the Atlanta Thrashers, a team that didn't belong on the same goddamn ice
0: surface. So it's like was a, a fantastic, but Steve Ruchin, too. Those, was, those were the days, and, before, and Mark Savard. This was before Ilya, and Kovalchuk. Jason Williams.
1: This was like the Ray Ferraro, uh, um, uh, uh Atlanta Thrashers. So, Did no, the leaves
0: get their ass kicked by the Atlanta Flames, too. No.
1: Well, I, I don't know about that, but that was, you know, but but I'm just saying, this is, you know, yeah. this is a situation that is not new to this team, and. You know, you can be as glasses half full as anybody. Okay. I, you know, right now I just don't.
0: You know, no matter who they bring in, I just don't see things changing. Right, right. This is the convo for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakridgeFord.com. New vehicles coming in all the time: Edge, uh, Escape, Hybrid really 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 popular right now everybody wants to lower their fuel consumption you could do that you can cut your fuel consumption in half by 50 like 50 percent that's half um but it's it's legit and and people are wanting to do this constantly mike i'm getting clients calling me saying look norm i i wanted a truck two years ago i love my truck i just can't afford to operate it so people are getting out of trucks getting into much uh, much more diminutive vehicles uh, but even at the at the gas pump saving them a ton of money um explorers we do have trucks coming in for the truck heads who who just will pound through um the the shitty circumstances with uh fuel prices uh it's it's all happening right now you guys can get at me the leafs combo at gmail.com you can reach me on instagram at norm at oakridge ford i can certainly help you guys out you know i'm looking after ogs and converts who who need vehicles and if you guys send people my way of course we have a a deal with oakridge ford i'll take care of you too um mr a i'm looking right now at the playoff situation the leafs is certainly not amongst the the top three in the atlantic in the first wild card spot right now uh but that may change by um you know the next few hours the next few days they could be the second wildcard team what's striking to me and and i sound like a broken record here is just how many goals against the leafs have given up okay 195 goals against that the the top six teams in the conference nowhere even close to 196 goals against um and when, when you look at you know how much rubber gets past shogren and campbell and how uh, decommitted this team is to playing solid defense. I don't care what kind of playoff we're expecting number 88 to have again, How what kind of reclamation uh, process you're gonna have Marner go through to finally show up in the playoffs. Matthews, you know, St. Matthews. If you're not tougher and you're not locking it down in three zones and you don't have a goaltender standing on his fucking head, this team's going nowhere. I'm sorry, it's going nowhere, and we're going to be headed for a, like a, a semi-rebuild and they are retooling for sure in the off season. That's where we're at right now, and the problem is 18 games between now and the start of the the the, the playoffs. I just I can't see how the Leafs modify their game to an extent uh, which will uh, pr- present them as a serious challenge defensively. Mike, the offense is not the problem. No, I mean, they, they give up way too many goals and they are not committed to defense. The forwards aren't committed to defense. 88 last night, that David Savard goal just didn't give a shit. No, no. I don't care. Go score a goal. I'm sorry. I'm ranting. No. But look, the team doesn't play enough defense for me to get excited about it. Will Could they win the first round and just luck it out and beat a team like Florida or whomever? Sure. Is that enough? No well, way. They don't have the horses. They don't have the, the commitment, or they just don't have the philosophy on the ice that that um, s- strikes fear in the heart of opponents and should get us excited for a major monumental run to come. Not a chance.
1: There there are some people like, okay, they're, they're sixth in goal differential this year, which is excellent. but And they're plus, plus 39. But they're middle of the pack in terms of goals but they give up too many goals compared to their to their um i I know that's what that's what i'm saying you know
0: contemporaries mike
1: when you're when you're third in the nhl in offense and the problem is that that that's not going to be in place when playoffs roll around you're not going to score at the rate that they're scoring right now during the regular season because the regular season you know they they'll load up and score 10 goals on detroit but when you're you're in a playoff match against a Tampa Bay or a Florida or a Boston, you're probably at most going to score three goals a game. And right now, I mean, with now is part of this, the goaltending is not great. Yes. Morazek had a good outing against New Jersey, but he's been all in all a disappointment. Shogren is, I think, you know, in spite of the fact that the way he played the first couple games, he's an AHL goaltender. He was never brought in here to say, okay, you know, <laughs> You know, this is a guy who was there to be. <laughs> You're making us feel even better. <laughs> this is a guy who was brought in to be in, like, basically an innings eater at the American Hockey League level because Ian Scott and Joseph Wall couldn't stay yeah. healthy. The weight was on Jack Campbell, and Jack Campbell now has been out, what, almost a month? Um, mm. So, you know, they need Jack Campbell to come back and apparently he'll, you know, he's going to be skating today and, you know, maybe back by, say, this time next week. Yeah. That's not the point. The point is that this team is continuing to be to, to be reliant yeah. on wide open offense that is not sustainable when the playoffs roll around. Now, I've heard some people say, well. You know, because of the compacted schedule, because of the way that the league has been in terms of offense this year, as opposed to previous years, that maybe this is a year an off a pure offensive team or a more offensive minded team gets through. Yeah. Florida can score goals too. Tampa can score.
0: That theory, uh, clearly just a theory. Why would anything? Why would anything change? why would anything change whatsoever like come on man yeah and and, and what, and what the, is this best Who comes case, up with this nonsense best, best case scenario best case
1: scenario um you know facing whoever they would face in the Atlantic or as a wild card was Boston okay there's a team that you have a mental block against that you haven't that you haven't beaten in three consecutive series. Yeah. That uh, has you know the uh, Patrice Bergeron, who's just an, a killer in the playoffs, and Marchand and Pasternak. You know they have a rookie goaltender, but this is a, a team that you've proven that you can't beat. So I mean, I, I see the the best case scenario is playing Freddie Anderson and the Carolina Hurricanes. Well, they're they're yeah. a really good team too. Yeah. So honestly, I I don't
0: yeah okay right. Leaf Nation, not enough defensively responsible forwards on the Leafs. Carolina Stall, Nino Ajo. Teravainen um uh, those t- guys are top players and they know how to play at both ends. Uh, the the proof is uh, the proof is on the table, Mike. 156 goals against Carolina. I, I it's, it sounds simple, but they give up so few goals and they've scored over 200. Yeah. 200 is sufficient. You you don't have to light the you don't have to have 5 40 goal scores. You no. don't have to. You don't have to. And and but sure. if you give up so few goals and you play a, a lockdown defensive game, sure you're gonna have some cluster f's, right? But at the end of the day, it seems your opposition knows that scoring on you is going to be a severe challenge that night. And all you need to do is you know have run out some special teams, play your ass off in those situations. So again, I'm not saying you know do I want Carolina over the Leafs? I mean, this this is what we care about here, right? We care about this crest. We care about the history. We know it's been, uh, you know, uh, tumultuous. And it's heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. I'd rather be a Leaf fan than a Carolina Hurricanes fan. Well, but that kind of team is the kind of team that I would like to see the Maple Leafs emulate to at least a, 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 a degree. The, right? funny,
1: the funny thing is that, you know, Leaf fans point to Carolina and say they're depending on Freddie Anderson to not... Show up like supposedly he didn't sure. show up okay. for you. Yeah, maybe problem he loses is
0: his nerve. Maybe
1: the problem is is that, maybe that he doesn't. The problem is is that situ- that you know that doesn't really mean anything because he was exposed by a bad Toronto defense, right? Which- five years so more you know if you want to again talk about like a bad case scenario here you go is freddie anderson standing on his head and beating the leafs and proving to the leafs that they made a mistake and not signing them so you know i mean i i don't know all i know is that the way this team is playing right now right where you're playing against a bad buffalo team who would be playing against a bad arizona team uh, playing against a Habs, team playing out, playing out the string, and you've lost five, you've lost six games to right. them since January first. It's inexcusable, and the, you know uh, there's just seems to be no accountability when it comes to the responsibility of a top level team beating the teams that they should beat, and they, you know, so they is everything forgotten if they beat Florida tonight? Not on my, not not for me because. Wow. Yeah, well, no, but but some but people but fans will say, oh, they beat the first place team in the Atlantic. They stood they stood up against Carolina and they beat Carolina with Eric mm-hmm. Schalgren. But then they lost to Nashville with Schalgren. Then they lost to Montreal with Schalgren. So it's right. like, you know, good teams win most of the games against the bad teams. There, every once in a while, there's an ex, there's an ex, a, a exception to the rule. And that's where people beat on me because I said, you know, the good teams don't lose to Arizona. Yeah. But most of the time they beat those teams and the Leafs, it seems every time they play a bad team, they lose to them.
0: Are the Leafs really a good team? Like, are they, are they a, truly amongst the elite? Sure. They score with the best of them, but do they play the other aspects of the game? The important aspects of the game, the, the, the complete aspects of the game to to be able to to sit at the table with the 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 not only the top teams statistically in the league and the, the most feared teams, but the ones that we believe and the experts believe and the Twitter sphere believes has the best chance to go deep in these playoffs. No effing way, Mike. And it's this like again the thing with the Leafs combo is we just tell it like it is based on the way it is. If OGs or converts or anyone, haters, people who just drop in and trash talk us, if you don't think we're right, then, t- then don't be a douchebag. Just write in the comments. Don't attack Mike and I, two guys who've been around forever just talking. Go in the, Write in the comments why you think, you know what, this is the year. You guys oh. are wrong. And, and you know what? 88, My, my our guy is going to prove you prove you all wrong. He's going to lead the way. And when when Matthews is finally disassociated from Marner and and, and plays with a heavenly player like Nealander, then things will really start to take shape. Lay it out for us. I'd I'd like to hear it. And you know what? I oh. will I will drink the bloody Kool Aid if 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 it's you know even if it's, the... if it's palatable, <laughs> but it's not. We all know.
1: <laughs> even the, even the, even the hardiest uh, Nealander defender couldn't defend what he did yesterday. Okay, he scored a goal. I and I said, you know, he he uh yeah. did his best to, you know, uh make up for right. but yeah. uh Sheldon right. Keith after the game, uh he said, you know, he had he, he, there have been three or four plays before mm-hmm. him sort of Cadillacking and not covering David Savard. Hey,
0: this is a Ford show. We're not a GM show. Then again Cat- oh, okay take you're right. Yeah Keith's cattle he's not he's not uh Lincolning. Or yeah. 40. Yeah. yeah, eight miles know. eight miles a gallon
1: Neilander. Uh so so you know <laughs> What he, am I talking about. <laughs> yeah, he he clearly, you know, as a defenseman coming in from the point didn't cover the guy. That was his guy. Yeah. And and immediately after that, uh Keith moved him down to the third line and moved up McKay. And the problem here is right. they really don't have an answer if Neilander right. and Tavares are not playing and taking some of the heat off of Matthew mm-hmm. Matthew and Arner. And that's yes. the problem that's the issue here um, they're gonna score
0: they're just not committed again the the analytics guys and, and, the, my, and William Nylander is the poster child for you know the, the way to do things through analytics right just r- run a spreadsheet and and you know put the players in place that we think will you know a- execute based on our projections and they'll win Stanley Cups it's it, it's a it's just it's 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 a component to you know, your scouting to things that you look at when you're assessing your team, you're assessing uh, the opposition. But it's not the be-all and end-all. We clearly know that you need solid human beings who are going to get the job done and not lose their nerve. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Nylander's taking a lot of shit right now. He's a solid player within his little realm, but you know, again, he he exemplifies the what's wrong with this team. He doesn't he doesn't uh, represent what's right about it. Right. He's a good offensive player. He's got flash. He, he he connects with the generation, but he just doesn't bring enough. Right. And he's not the only one. Right. But he just doesn't bring enough. And that's why I'm i I pre- predicting that, you know, whether this team does anything in the playoffs or not this summer, there will be a ramification of this of this group and whether that's the, the top guy uh being lopped off and then the rest of them split up or the top guy basically, you know, having the proverbial gun to his head and, you know, forced to to make some changes because I think just the direction of the organization and the way this team is put together definitely has to change. If it's going to do anything immediate and do anything long-term. Now um, they have 18 games left. Yeah. And what is, what do we want? What do we want from, from these 18 games, Mike goals? Well, I mean, besides personal
1: uh, glory for Austin right. Matthews, I'm all for it. I'm, you know, like I, that, that's the thing. I have nothing against that. I'm, you know, I I, lo- I love Austin Matthews as a player. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fantastic talent. He wants to, you know, I think he's going to end up breaking Vives' record. He could score 60 goals in the end. That you know, that's that's all fine and good, but uh-huh. this team. Having success in the postseason is what right. really I, I think is the is the, is the motivation and and the goal of most of the fan base. And if they you know, if he scores sixty goals, and all of a sudden they lose in the first round of the playoffs right. again. What does that accomplish? Yeah. I, you know. So I mean, we we can mm-hmm. see we can see what they what they will do over the last eighteen games. But until the puck drops uh, in Game One of the first round. And we see how they play when the, when their feet are held to the fire. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, you know, like I said before three of the first five years in this current stretch, they were the underdog very likely they're going to be the underdog in year six. So they're going to be the underdog against, you know, Florida or Tampa or Boston right. or whoever, or Carolina. Yeah. Okay. But, does that take the pro- that does they'll be the only underdog that's got more pressure on them than the favorite because right. it's Toronto and it and yeah. it's justified?
0: Yeah. Look, um, the only expectation I have of this team is it will score. That's great. I like it. I mean Austin Matthews, as I as I mentioned last but they didn't
1: week, score in the playoffs
0: last year. That's the problem. The, but the- between now and game eighty-two, it will score. And it will probably score in the playoffs too, but you need to do more than score. You need to be tough. You need to play physical. You need to be aggressive in points. You need to be opportunistic. You need to play defensive hockey. The Leafs do not. Hockey. They do not play defense. They do not play defensive hockey. Even if Campbell's all world, does he have the support? Right. Um. You brought up the point about Freddie. Freddie fell out of favor here. He, he lost his nerve and it's, 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 you know, you're susceptible to losing your nerve when you don the blue and white, and then you're, you're castigated and you're exiled. What happened? Well, it wasn't that he forgot how to be an NHL goaltender. Jack Campbell took over. Jack Campbell took over and we've seen it, Mike. We've seen guys in major league baseball lose their starting spots for, you know, the bulk of a season, uh, the remainder of a season because somebody gets hot, right. And, and somebody falls out of favor. So what happens with Freddie Anderson? Well, he goes to a place where they play the kind of hockey that supports the fucking goaltender, right? A- again, uh, I-, I feel like the Leafs have enough enough scoring. I think the key now is just to change philosophically, change change the heart of the team. The, I, in, in 18 games, can that take place? And, and no. will one of those goaltenders become all-world? Um, yeah, and, you know, Nylander's going to score in the playoffs because his 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 minions... Like to emphasize that he's the only guy who showed up last year because that's a badge of honor, right? It's always been Nylander versus the team. It's whatever eighty-eight does. It's because he he's effervescent and these rest of these scrubs can't even hold a candle to him. Then again, when he doesn't play well, he should be with Matthews and Marner should play with Tavares. But what I'm saying though is, so we all know he's going to score his points. So that's good. He's good. It's It's, can the rest of the team. It's emphasized
1: because. It's emphasized because Matthews and Marner didn't score. That's that, right. It, it proved that they proved the KO. Oh, Neander is great because he scored when, and like I said, he was great in the playoffs last year. He showed up. And I and I, you know, I gave him full credit. And I thought like I thought he should have been an all-star based on yeah. the time like from October to like mid to late December. And then all of a sudden, something changed. And all of a sudden, he stopped scoring. And all of a sudden, he stopped playing two-way hockey. Yeah, they, they were saying in the postgame yesterday that it was the, the last month. It's been it's been since mid-January. It's been two months. So yeah. uh, now the, 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 there's there are a couple things that we need to uh Talk
0: about because yeah, uh, 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 was it? How do you pronounce his name? A Uh Abruzzese. Nick Abruzzese. He, Ital- he Italian? No, he's Polish. I just figured uh, that just rolled off your your Italian tongue. Yeah, Abruzzese. Um, yeah. yeah, and knees Yeah, he's from Nive. he's from Long Island. Um, so right. and then we, we, want we want to talk a little bit about Giordano, and then we'll spare everybody our ranting and oh, raving okay, and let's whining.
1: Let's start with Giordano. Um, he's okay, quite-
0: go for it. He's
1: played two games. He's played with Lily Grin. I think they've been pretty good. Um, yeah. The pairings will probably change up when Muzzin comes back. Probably then I would, I would assume right. they keep Riley and Labushkin together. Yep. They keep, they, they put Muzzin and Hall together. Uh, and then they probably reunite Brody and Giordano. And if that's the case, then that's a pretty good top six.
0: Uh, and we don't do we do we need Giordano to like I don't care if he gets points, I just want solid contributor and minutes. That. And and that that's that's great, still gave up four goals. And that's you know, they should be right now giving up somewhere between two and a half and three goals a game if to, to make us all feel a little bit better. I just don't know if that if they're if they're capable, I know they're not capable of it, but um, you know, even lightning in a bottle, I don't think it's possible, but you know, again. Capable, be healthy. <laughs> Help these cats. You don't need to score. He's... Right, those days are behind him. Just, just be a good, solid contributor while you're here.
1: And, and I, you know, it's only it's a two game window, but I think so far he's been solid, and that's all they want him. And they, you know, I think make the right decisions, um, show some veteran. With yeah. <laughs> with Muzzin out, you know, they they don't really have to rush Muzzin back right now because they have enough experience with. Uh, somebody like Giordano, along with Riley, along with the Brody. Mm-hmm. So, so they can survive, right. but they really need Muzzin back and have that top six together. And, you know, with the unfortunate injury to Sandine, that sort of makes their decision easy because you now they have to sit out Lilligren. I mean, Lilligren, I think, has played pretty decently all year. Right. I think he's going to be part of this team next year. But uh, they they definitely needed some experience, and Giordano is 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 providing that. Now the the now it's funny because they made a deal after the deadline. I pointed this out in a blog a couple days ago. They they made a deal after the deadline, clearing a player who they signed as a free agent last year, who was not playing a lot for the Marlies, uh, Brennan Mental. Uh, they, they traded him to, to Philadelphia to lead uh, to play with Lehigh Valley, mm-hmm. They cleared a contract spot. And okay. I think the reason they did that is because they're planning not only to sign Aberzees, mm-hmm. they're probably going to sign Matthew Nye's their 2021 second round pick after uh Minnesota is done uh, in the um in the the frozen four. If they make the frozen four, they're playing today, okay. Uh, Probably going to sign him from the indications from that I've heard from you know from people uh, and and also including what Elliot Friedman has reported. Abercze is going to get an opportunity to play with the Leafs before the end of the season. Now that doesn't mean that they you know maybe he plays for the Marlies a little bit. You know maybe they'll just give him a couple games. They'll look. But, you know, if he plays well, he could find himself in the mix. And believe me, there are enough openings right now based on the way some players are playing that he could get a, a genuine opportunity. Nice is 19 years old. Uh, maybe he gets a chance to play with the Marlies. Maybe he gets a chance to play with the Leafs. I don't know. But, yeah, oh, please. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, so, so but, I, I like, these are long-term moves. These are not like, let's sign these guys right now to see what they're going to do against, you know, right. like, playoffs this year. These are guys like Abersees is 22 years old. nice is 19 years old. They're future po- prospects. Do, do you have
0: intestinal fortitude? And can you play defensive hockey? Because if you have one of the two, the Leafs are offering you opportunity. If you have both, you're going to be one of the better players on the team. Well,
1: nice is a big kid. He's six, four 30. So he would, he would, and he would provide a little bit of physicality that is, that is missing on this team. Uh, Aberziz is more of a small yeah. offensive player. Calvin but,
0: wants us to wave Simmons. Well, I mean, no, I mean, going on about it the whole show. So we got to get it in there. You
1: no, know, and Leafs Nation in the chat. So now he's got her injured today. He's he came back. So right. he's wow. not injured. He came yeah. back from the game. <laughs> so stop the panic. Oh, this it, is great. Yeah, you know, I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's, uh,
0: I know. I know. I know. Shouldn't we be? Shouldn't we be chomping at the bit right now? Man, this is it. This is the time. Finally, these guys are going to make it happen. Exercise the demons not only from last spring, but the, all of the failures uh, in recent memory, and even deeper than that. That's what we should be um, talking about right now is just the potential, the the the, the opportunity about to arise. And instead, um, you know, partly because we're you know Stadler and Waldorf from from, from the Muppets, right? You know, a whole bunch of couple of old curmudgeons but mostly it's because this team doesn't lend to any kind of um ima- like imagination or or excitement or or hope or potential or opportunity it just doesn't based on the way it plays scores lights out best in the league potential like uh, arguably right other than that there's just so much left to be desired, so we we just have to temper all the expectations and see I, see what happens and see what the things some of the things that can develop between now and whenever the season's over can be carried over to the the next the next step the next phase of this team's um, construction. That's that's how I'm kind of looking at it, Mike. Uh, Florida tonight, you yep. mentioned that they the Leafs may beat Florida. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it really won't, unless it's a shutout and, you know, it's just a two, nothing shutout, boring hockey, just shut them down. I, I, there's really not much for me to be watching and ex- getting excited about. I'll, I'll leave the last couple of words to you. Well, I,
1: I mean, I think there's something to prove in terms of playing against uh, one of the top teams in the East and how you fare against them. They played a good game against Carolina, last week with a, with a, with an AHL goaltender and I'm not insulting him, but Chalgren's been an AHL goaltender all year. So that's really what, what he is. Yeah. Um, right. So they, they, you know, so they played well against it. So it's not impossible for them to play well against Florida. Florida played last night against Ottawa. Uh, so there's no uh, advantage in terms of back-to-back mm. played against uh, Ottawa, so more than likely Spencer Knight, the rookie, who's a really good young goaltender, will play against the Leafs. But, again, I can't get the stench of what happened last night off in terms of this team not showing up when they need to against teams. Yeah. The points that they're bleeding against these bad teams yeah. are killer. And, I, you know, I can't emphasize it enough, but we'll see what happens. There's 18 games to go. Maybe they can straighten things out. I'm not going to hold my breath. But if
0: they win those games in sloppy fashion, have all those points and are in the running for the president's trophy, we know what's up. No, but I'm like, saying
1: by straightening it out, I mean playing playing like they did up until December first. Playing like they did at the beginning of the season. Yeah, playing with right. football playing well. If they play like that, then I think there's a reason to be genuinely encouraged. Mm-hmm. And if they play sort of. You know, shiny, you know, happy-go-lucky type of game. Then you know the writing's on the wall.
0: The emphasis is at the offensive end of things. So Muzzin comes back. Giordano's there for as long as he can be. You you have Sandine return. um, Brody's playing as best he can. Jack Campbell finds some semblance of the you know the Vesna type of player that. That he was last year and early in this season. What does it get like again? Though, and, and the Leafs still score. Sure, their chances potentially improve, but if they don't change the mindset, if they don't they don't buy into complete defensive hockey, where guys like eighty eight are taking rubbing guys out, even if it causes a penalty. They've got a good pa- penalty kill, just to to stop these easy, lackluster chances. If they don't commit to, to full team defense, what? F does the rest of it mean, Mike? And that's, yeah. and that's, I, I'm just, again, I'm just not, who am I, right? I'm just some guy with the, the same leaf hat over and over with the brim that needs to be bent, but I, I don't want to, because I'm trying to keep it going for as long as possible. It's just, I, I, I want to see a better team defense, and we, this, the Leafs just don't have it. And I, I don't know how wanting that is adverse to a team. Uh, and and having a team commit that is adverse to a team's success, right? Um, it's just it's just one of those things. Low expectations overall. The only expectation I have is that the Leafs are going to light the lamp constantly. Matthews is going to score his sixty. Marner is going to just bunch of points. Uh, you know, they'll 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 do what they have to do offensively, but leave so much else to be desired. Anything else you want to hit on, Mike, or do you want to no the heck out of here?
1: We'll, we'll stop. We'll stop there and just save it for uh, later in the uh-huh. week.
0: Yeah, OG's conference. Thanks uh, for last week, one of our biggest weeks in a very long time, and that's had to do with the Giordano uh, move and just it being that time of, of year. I'd like to see us collectively on the YouTube channel get to a million views by the end of the project, and that's at the end of this season, whenever the Leafs uh, bow out. Uh, for the sake of that, I hope they go on and on and on so we can keep doing this because it is uh, a lot of fun. Uh, but we have some numbers to hit ourselves, and I think we all uh, owe it to ourselves to, to uh, spread the word about this project and let everybody know that this is a damn good platform for discussion and interaction, and you guys have proven that recently with Um, the amount of content that you have been contributing to community uh, and to our podcast platforms. And of course, um, to, the, to the live showdown between Mike and I. So bravo to you. You haven't lost your nerve. You're coming through for us. Uh, but we want you to continue coming back uh, as, as Mike and I pound the pavement hard on this team because we love the Leafs, man. That's, we love this team and we want to see it do better. Um, but, and we deserve better. We really do. We do and as a fan base, as people who support this team, who, who live with it thick and thin, and we, you know, live and die and blood, sweat, and tears, the whole shebang. We deserve better uh, than what we've been getting. And you know what? We'll never get better if we just shut our mouths about it. So that's that, Michael. And uh, enjoy uh, the the Yankees' uh, third place finish in the division this year, because yeah. everybody's picking the Blue Jays to win the World Series. You know what that means? Yeah, <laughs> 79, 79
1: and eighty three. Yeah, Rand- <laughs> Randall Grichik was a Yankee killer, so thanks, thanks for trading him to Colorado. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh, uh, Kikuchi man, he threw two, just kept throwing curveballs at Bryce Harper today, and Harper launched both of them. It's like, buddy, like you, you got to like, stop it. Anyway, for Mike, I'm Norm. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon.